Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. It is 8.05 on this Wednesday morning, the 7th day of February. If you're marking the calendar, 2024. I'm John Reed, and glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. You know, there's a lot happening at the state capitol, and there's always a fight over something, but I just can't believe where we are culturally, politically, and culturally in the Commonwealth of Virginia uh, at this moment. I mean, if you're really paying attention, um, I, I think if you're a th- if you're a thinking person, if you are committed to the truth, and I, I don't mean, um, you know, no offense to anybody. I, I don't mean like a, a religious, this is the truth as, as espoused in the Bible. I respect that. I certainly do respect that. Uh, but I'm talking about like factual truth that is unassailable. <laughs> like the, you are a male, you are a female. It is, it is like I have somehow – how did this – just like in the last 10 years, how have I, even as a gay guy, how have I awakened in this, in this country where that is um, debatable? And apparently if you talk to the Democrats, it's not even debatable. It's all about how you feel. I'm, so I'm just – I'm so shocked that in Virginia, maybe not in California – Maybe not New York City, but uh, in Virginia, we are actually indulging this very, very bizarre trans ideology and, and, and theory, which is what it is. I mean, it's, it seems to be almost a religion, and it is a theory that doesn't, doesn't stand up to the test. And a lot of the bills down there um, seem to relate to this premise, and I'm puzzled you know, surely the Democrats pulled this stuff and they think it works for them. I guess. I don't see how it works. Is everybody uh, willing to go along with this? I'm not. And, you know, you'd think I'd be one of the people who would least indulge the conversation, and I'm horrified by it. And one thing that unfortunately seems to work for Democrats is this discussion of abortion. I mean, now the the population of Virginia, especially women, but their husbands and their boyfriends and uh, I think a lot of the younger voters have been conditioned to believe that there is absolutely no problem, no moral problem, nothing wrong with an plan B 
abortion by pill the day after you have sex and you're worried you're pregnant all the way to going and laying down and having your baby dismembered on the morning of the day that it's supposed to be born. Are you serious? Really? We're, we're, we're going to equip. All of that is the same in the mindset of the average Virginian. That is shocking to me and very, very worrisome that we've reached that place uh, culturally. And you're not allowed to draw those distinctions. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't draw a distinction. It's all about personal freedom, even if in the ninth month of pregnancy, a child that could live outside of the womb is physically dismembered. I'm just stunned, shocked, horrified that that's where we are. So what do we do? At the state capitol, you know, Victoria Cobb, who is the president of the Family Foundation, is putting up a good fight, or at least trying to shine a light on some of this insanity. And Victoria, I appreciate you coming on this morning. What is jumping out at you at the capitol during this session? Any surprises, or is it as bad as you thought it would be? Um, I wish there were some surprises, because they'd be good surprises, because my prediction based on who's in charge was not good. Um, But, you know, you you put two issues together, and, you know, it kind of sums it up, which is, Everybody on the left is shouting women's rights, and they don't know what a woman is. And so it's a disaster. (laughs) I I hate to say it, but yeah, on the issue of life, they're down there trying to defend that abortion is acceptable up until the moment of birth and after, because they even defeated a baby born alive bill, which was a simple attempt to address actually what Governor Northam brought to everyone's attention in the Mm -hmm. past, which is that they're are these moments where children actually survive an abortion and what are we going to do then? And Northam says, well, we'll just decide, you know, we'll just not worry about whether it's alive or not. Um, so they defeated that bill, which is, I think, a stunner. And, and, and to your point about have they pulled this stuff, certainly not that because uh, the overwhelming majority is opposed to them on that. Um, but they're, they're going for an all or nothing approach. And Virginians better be ready for this because they, they want a constitutional amendment. They want to put it in our Constitution. And, and, and what they, they want, ultimately, is this would block even what we have now, which is just the bare bones, which is, you know, things like parental consent for your teenage daughter so that you're guiding her decision as she's going through this. I mean, they even want to strip that kind of stuff away. So it's it's something. What do you do with an advocacy group like the Family Foundation to try to emphasize your position but in a way that wins over votes and i i uh, you know i used to be someone who just didn't want to talk about it oh my god this is too messy uh, i just it, it's it's a political loser it makes me feel uncomfortable and clearly a lot of people that i'm around get mad about it so let's just punt and not talk about it now you kind of have to talk about it and it you know maybe my attitude in the past has helped create the environment where Culturally, this is 100% acceptable, even in the most extreme cases. How do we fix that? Well, you're absolutely right. Our silence does, in fact, make things worse because the left is not silent. So they are willing to talk about anything and everything, as we know when we talk about other issues on um, gender and, and whatnot. They're willing to put it out there. And we kind of just gently keep talking to our friends and neighbors about this being human life um, and the value of human life. You know, we've just lost our perspective and culture about how wonderful children are and that they're a blessing. We have this very selfish idea that somehow, you know, we can just kind of, you know, eliminate children we don't want and, and move along. And that's just not the case. These are our kids who are going to enter our world and they might cure cancer. They might 
you know, invent the greatest next invention. We we need the next generation. Social Security needs the next generation. Let's just put it that way. Um, we have a population problem that's beginning, and part of it is because we've decided that abortion is okay, and now we have a pill, and people think a pill solves it. And I'm telling you, um, if you hear the horror stories of women who think they're just going to take a pill because it keeps getting compared to Tylenol, mm-hmm. and then they have horrific bleed outs. And they end up in, you know, in, in dealing with the ramifications of their abortion. Um, this is just a lie that's being sold to women over and over and over again. And we just have to offer them truth and hope and support. There are amazing, amazing uh, people out there that are constantly building support mechanisms, pregnancy resource centers, adoption, all across the board. And we just got to be a part of that messaging so women feel hope. Women don't get abortion because they want to kill their child. They get abortion because they don't have hope and they don't have enough of a safety network around them. And so we, we got to just keep helping people understand that's out there and, we, and we've got you. You know, our community is ready to stand with you as you undertake an unplanned pregnancy. Now, the other thing we do is, of course, advocacy that is um, that is in the political space, not just sort of having the word with our friends and neighbors, but also mm-hmm. activating at the General Assembly and beyond. And so we we do have our uh, March for Life again this year, Virginia Pro-Life Day. Um, it's sort of a morning of advocacy and then a rally and then we march around the Capitol. And that's really important this year because, um, you know, even those who are pro-life, who even understand this, are starting to think, oh, gosh, this is a lost issue. No, there's a political pendulum and it swings. And our job is to turn it back towards human life. Well, this is this is the messy political situation. Because I have talked to a lot of people who are pro-life, and it, this, this has the potential to split the coalition that has been successful in the past for Republicans. They're pro-life, but they look at the election results with Governor Yunkin, you know, working his butt off. I give the guy credit. I mean, he was out there hustling on this and trying to find a compromise. And, you know, everybody says, we want compromise, but I guess not, because he, he did that. He tried to find a compromise. And Republicans now have the potential, um, you know, if Governor Yunkin doesn't act, use his veto pen and when Governor Yunkin's not in the governor's mansion, if a, a Democrat winds up in there, we could lose the entire culture and structure that has been so successful for Virginia. And so some people have said to me, John, I know you and your friends feel strongly about this, but you better drop it. You better shut up. You can go do a PR campaign to try to change people's minds, but for the moment, you're going to kill everything in Virginia if you keep talking about abortion. Yeah, this is not a tax issue. This is not something that is, um, you know, sort of in the in the area of well, we could do it, we could not do it. Only slight changes happen if we don't. This is human life, and we've got to take that seriously. And I understand people's concern, but that's why. We start talking to our friends and neighbors. That's why we build the value of human life. That's why we stay engaged, because ultimately, I mean, you know, people make too many analogies to to things like slavery. But, you know, step back in time and say, you know, it wasn't that popular to be fighting for freedom for people and to be fighting for equality. But people did it despite the unpopularity. And we are where we are. Sometimes there's something that's just right. So I understand. And we have to do it smart. We have to do it winsome. And we have to do it in a comprehensive way, things talking about adoption, talking about support, talking mm-hmm. about the, the help for women. And we have to start where there is some common ground. So, yeah, we might not have all of Virginia on board where I stand on human life, but actually, if you poll it, we shouldn't be funding abortion. We shouldn't be doing, you know, we should be passing a Baby Born Alive Act. We should be absolutely keeping parental consent for 
abortion. Those things are actually a majority supported. Mm -hmm. And yet the left is so extreme on abortion. They don't want any of our our perspective, even when it's the majority of Virginians. So that's why, you know, we're going to have folks down February 21st down at the Capitol, um, you know, at the Virginia March uh, for Life. And we're going to have folks making their messages heard to legislators because Honestly, we're moving toward the culture of death. There's sort of two directions. And I just bring this up because there's also positions assisted suicide and a whole host of things that are on the table that simply say, we don't value human life. We only value you if you have purpose to us. That's not the society we want to live in. Anybody wants to live in. Yeah. And we encourage people to um, in- engage in activities that wind up with death. I mean, I don't know if you I got to go, but I don't know if you saw that story this week, of the, I think it was a 28-year-old girl who had a chronic disease who euthanized herself. I mean, and promoted it with tweets on, you know, Twitter. And I was just, I felt sick for her that she wasn't around people who might have offered her some hope uh, about her condition and say, you know, every day that you're given to live here, even if you're living in some sort of pain. It's not, you know, it's not my life. I don't, I, I don't know what she was going through. But I was just kind of stunned that that may become the new norm here. That's about to become legal in Virginia if we don't step up and step in the middle between what this legislature wants to do. And this, this woman just needs hope. We hear those stories and we hear that primarily it's because they think they're a burden on their family. Yeah, not yeah. actually the pain or the fear. It's actually... I'm a burden. I can't I can't do something productive anymore. We've got to step in and tell these people they have value, they have worth and their life is worth fighting for. And that the medical community is going to participate in healing, not death. That's the medical community everybody needs, because guess what? Once you once you go down the road of physician assisted suicide, insurance follows right along. And guess what? It's a lot cheaper to to, you know, take people out and keep people alive. Bingo. Follow the money again. That's where we're headed. Listen, I always appreciate the chance to talk to you. Victoria Cobb, the president of the Family Foundation. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 818. Back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.